Ladies, gentlemen, Thermians, and fellow Questarians, welcome to the only podcast celebrating the 1999 epic space adventure comedy, A Galaxy Quest. I'm Alex. I'm Austin. I'm RJ. And we're three grown-ass men just talking about Galaxy Quest. You are listening to the season two premiere of By Grabthar's Hammer, What a Podcast. In today's episode, we're recapping just where the hell we've been, talking summer sci-fi movies, and oh boys, this is exciting, reading excerpts from the original, unedited Galaxy Quest movie script. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Never, Never give up. Never surrender. Never surrender. By Grabthar's Hammer. What a podcast. And we're back. And we're We're actually back. It has been a long break since season one came to an end. I just want to start off by thanking everyone who stuck through the dark times when we didn't have an episode out, but are still listening. Well, I tell you what, it's it's, it's a lot of work to uh, do an entire season of a podcast about one movie. So it wore us out, but by God, we're back. We regroup, we got some new stuff to talk about, and uh, we're hotter than ever. Over the break, the Christmas break while we were on hiatus, we were gifted by Mom Ward, Mom. Austin and my uh, mom, mom. Mother. <laughs> mother, mother, with some Lisa, some wonderful Galaxy Quest t-shirts. They're, they're delightful. She got three of them, one for Austin, one for myself, and one for Mr. RJ Shalaki. Thanks so much, Lisa. I really Thanks, appreciate mom. it. Straight out of Hot Topic. The finest Galaxy Quest. They, don't, they do not sell these in a store. Let's start there. That's true. I'm pretty sure she got them off Amazon, and I'm pretty sure that they're like screen printed in someone's basement. Like yeah, the they're those. Of the t-shirt is clearly like someone made this on their own. It's a one wash and gone kind of t-shirt. Yeah. It's the, but hey, but thanks, mom. Thanks, Thank you, mom. thanks, mom. Ward. She we also gave really us a like uh, full size movie poster. I don't think we showed that one to you. Oh, I haven't even seen full that size yet. Full size Galaxy Quest movie poster. Again, however, this one's highly pixelated. Yeah, highly pixelated. <laughs> It's oh, definitely I, was not a high-res photo that someone printed this off in their basement as well. I think they made those before high-res photos. Yeah, I was going to say that. I just don't think they make Galaxy Quest movie posters anymore. So if you wanted one to exist, you have to print it on your printer at home, yeah. which is what some kid Someone did. did. Someone had a big yeah. printer. Someone made 13 bucks. I do have a, a Japanese Galaxy Quest poster that's smaller, but equally looks terrible pixelation How do you know it's Japanese? It's, in it's, Japanese. it's in Japanese oh. <laughs> but it's not actual proper Japanese I, I've never I don't Japanese. know I don't know what it says you don't know but it's got a you picture of know. Tim Allen on it you don't know the last episode if you uh, are a loyal listener and tuned into a special bonus episode we did at the end of the year we recently had the opportunity to host a screening of Galaxy Quest at the beautiful Logan Theater in Logan Square, Chicago. That's correct. I think we kind of touched on it briefly in the last short uh, podcast episode, but RJ, how did we get that hookup? We crashed it? Yeah. We did crash it. Like, I I work in the neighborhood, and I know a few people at the theater, and we saw that they were playing Galaxy Quest, so they do late-night movies with a different theme every month. Nerdy November. And they were doing Nerdy November. I thought Galaxy Quest would fall in the Nerdy November category. And I you know, saw somebody from the theater, and I was like, you guys are playing Galaxy Quest, and you know who I am. <laughs> Do you know my name? Give me someone's number, card, email, anything, please. And they did. They gave me their like director of operations number. We sent them an email, and we're like, here's what we do. We have a podcast. We'd love to just hang out and talk to people and maybe do some trivia. Mm. And, and surprisingly, they got back to us immediately. Immediately. We were very into the idea, yeah. Very professional. RJ and I went into an official business meeting with the... Unprepared. Unprepared. Wildly unprepared. A private meeting with the owner of Logan Theater to, p- to pitch our idea. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and she actually had much better ideas than us. Yeah, <laughs> she was way she more really into did. it than she we does, were. I think she does events more than we do. And then the event itself went really well. because they showed the movie, I think, for three nights. Total. Three nights. It was three, three nights. nights we did. We we, uh, we crashed last, the third night. The third night. Yeah. And what was fun because when we showed up, and we set up the podcast table and whatnot. We were asking like, "Yeah, well, you know, all the screenings been going," and they were like, "Yeah, well, you know, bad, not good, not, not great, good. not a lot of people." So they were like, "We're really, to be fair, uh, the really first two were." Election night in True. the U.S. and the night after election night. <laughs> so no one was. So in nobody state of really mind to wanted laugh. to go to an 11 p.m. screening of Galaxy yeah. Quest. Uh, but but luckily, our third, the third and final night, uh, the night that we were doing a taping of the podcast, turned out great. For yeah, very, lots yeah. of people, lots of people were there crowded. for various reasons. Some people, I would say, were there for a therapeutic laugh uh-huh. to recover from yeah. the election. Some people were there celebrating. The results of the election, possibly. I don't, I don't think anyone in Logan Square, Chicago, was celebrating the results of the election. Who can say? Not, Who can say? Not That's to it. This isn't bias. a political podcast. It's no, neither here nor there. Please tune sure. into our next podcast. It will be political, and it will also include Galaxy Quest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, no, there was a good turnout, and everyone kind of liked the last screening we did at a uh, at a, a movie festival, sci-fi uh, fest. sci-fi festival. Everyone was very enthusiastic about the movie before and afterwards. Everyone that we talked to was very pumped to be there and very excited to talk about the movie. There was a lot of first-time viewers. A lot of first-time yeah, viewers. I, uh, awesome. I brought this up in the last episode, but I just have to hit on it again. There was a girl sitting behind me. First time viewing, or it just she was genuine Gailing. reaction, like yeah. gasping, laughing out loud. There was a lot of giggles. all the time. I was I was very happy to see that we weren't the loudest people laughing. Like <laughs> yeah. there was way louder people behind us. That made me feel really nice. But you can check that out in your pod feed. That would have been the last episode of I Grab Thirsty or What a Podcast. Episode fourteen. It's called What a Nerdy November. What a Nerdy November. We've done fourteen episodes. That means we've spent thirteen oh God, dedicated we? episodes talking about Galaxy Quest in great detail. No one thought we could do it, but by God, we're here. Wait, we're here again. Season two. Season two. Uh, And and ladies and gentlemen, we've got a season in store for you. Got a lot of things cooking, guys. Got got a lot of stuff in the works here. Well, let's start with a brief anecdote. This is quite, quite exciting for one of our good friends by the name. Oh, man. We have a, a great friend, fan of the podcast, named Mark Edwin Wetzel, a fantastic talent, mock, creative, mock. creative individual who works for a, a great advertising and design firm here in Chicago. That's correct. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Mark recently was the one of the creative directors on a commercial shoot. It's for a phone, the Honor, it's Honor Phones, right? It's called Honor, Honor Phones. Yeah. The name of but the, the specific one was... The Mate 9. The name the of the Mate company, Nine. though, is Huawei. Huawei, Huawei, company. W-E-I, Huawei. Mm. Honor Phone, the Mate 9. The Mate 9. And they just recently started a new advertising campaign for this new cell phone. And Mark, at the company, was one of the, the, the talents creating this commercial campaign. And who... All right, let's cut the shit. <laughs> All right, who did he got get? to work with... They they did it. They're producing the commercials. We just watched the first one. And That's we'll, why we we'll, can talk about we'll it. Add it, it has a been link, released. It is out. Uh, so look up the commercials for the Mate 9. But it stars... Brandon. Mr. Brandon, <laughs> Justin Long, just the movie, Long. little Long film he did, first movie, started his whole commercial career, Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. The reason we bring this up is because one of our very best friends worked directly for several days with Justin Long creating this commercial, and, you know, we kept subtly hinting to Mark that, Not hey, so subtly either. I uh, blatantly told him over and over, I would do anything to you, Mark, to get a autograph, photo, quote, 
a high five through you anything from Justin Long. See, I jumped right to, hey, can you have Justin be on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Let him know about the podcast. Have him come can on. You schedule an hour of his time while he's here in Chicago to do our podcast. Somebody asked me yesterday, have you guys ever had anybody? Like, have you ever uh, contacted anybody from the movie? Like, cast? And we're like, I don't know that we'd know what to do with a cast. <laughs> yeah. it's like, if Justin Long was here right now, I'd be like, it'd be a lot like the Chris Farley show. Like, Hey man, do you remember, remember time, that time remember? you were in that movie galaxy yeah. quest? It was pretty cool. And right? Then we would just play Yahtzee or something. But, uh, Mark did tell us that he did in fact, a hundred percent tell Justin long that he happens to have a couple friends that happened to do a podcast dedicated to galaxy quest. And he said, Justin said something along the lines of like, Oh, that's pretty cool. I got to agree. You know what? I'll take it. Yeah. You know, I'm, the most important takeaway from this, though, is that Mark said Justin Long is a genuinely mm. nice, creative person. He was cool actively dude. hands-on cool involved dude. with these commercials and was super nice and professional on the uh, set. Him and his brother, who is also his writing partner. Yes. That right? yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And wait, I don't... We, Ethan. Ethan Long, right? I, did you that just up? make that up? Yeah, right. I, I, don't, I don't know if I caught his name, but... I could... I the could Long Brothers. I deny that. I don't know his brother's name. But he was Dustin. Dustin Long. Justin's brother, Dustin. Put a link in the site. Check it out. And if you need a phone, pick one of those up because it'll help out Justin Long. I think. I don't know know how that works. It'll help them recoup. I think if I had a guess, he probably already got paid. Yeah. You think he has stakes in the cell phone company? He could. Ooh, that'd be a good move. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Do you have a Huawei? No, I have an iPhone. <laughs> I also have a really old one. I don't know that anyone has a who yet. Yet. <laughs> Until Justin Long starts selling this ad these campaign. No, if I need one, I don't know it's a clever ad campaign. It's good. And you know, it's fascinating that Justin Long for so long was the Dell. No, no, no. He was he the was Mac, Mac guy. He was the Mac guy. Well, that was, was that was their play. I believe in the commercial was that they're playing off of the fact that he used to be the Mac guy. So he's yeah. He's kind of he's moved on. He's matured now. He's the Huawei guy. <laughs> yeah, he's the Huawei guy. Huawei I'm sorry, guy. I briefly got Justin Long confused with the dude you're getting, dude, a, you're Dell getting a Dell guy. That's a different yeah, guy. That's a, that's a, yeah, all right. Honest mistake, I think. Sure. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I think it'd be a real thrill to get to direct commercials for Huawei. I have a ton of experience in tech. Have I ever directed anything before? No. Do I have a director outfit, a scarf, a hat, and a vest? Yes. Before we move okay, on into some of the meat of this episode, there was a lot of films that's came out in the past year. It's a big year for sci-fi. Yeah, and it's always nice to see because obviously we're fans of sci-fi and all things space. Uh, and there was a lot of space. A space lot of is space hot over right the now. Space, space is, is super hot right now. It's funny because it, it, it's always a thing. It's always popular, but it goes in waves of the blockbuster level of space films. And then this year crushed it. There was a lot of the huge sci-fi films that did really well and were really good. Yeah, well, first and foremost, I think the the most important, significant one would be the Star Trek movie. We've talked so much about Star Trek on this. Yeah, Beyond did come out this summer. Uh, co-written by Simon Pegg, directed by a Fast and Furious Justin Lin. <laughs> Justin I, Lin. I, it was a I Fast and Furious movie. It, I think um, as for a lot of people, it was the most unpopular one in the three. I mm-hmm. think it might have been one of my favorites because it's more like a really well done long episode of Star Trek, which is probably bad because it's a blockbuster summer movie mm. and it does play more like a good episode with some fast and furious action in it a lot of yes. fast and furious action in there a lot of ramping I but i really i thought it was a ramps. really enjoyable time it's not the best movie you're gonna see this year no. but i loved the shit out of it but i'm also really into star trek however i am not a fan of too fast too furious action scenes yeah some of those were too far and uh, too many and a couple were pretty like 
lifted. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole Simon Pegg like gets out of his pod and he's like hanging on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, it was the, the same fucking thing that happened in Furious fast, 7. Yeah. I don't know. So there's a little too much uh, Furious action, but beyond that, I actually did enjoy the film. Yeah, of the three probably the my new l- series. Probably my least favorite. Yeah, definitely my least. However, the most, I would say, similar to Galaxy Quest in tone as far as like being yeah, the most adventurous, goofy, silly. It was, it was goofy, more of an adventure, yeah. goofy thing instead of like, here's the villain and here's this big backstory that we're going to try to tie into Star Trek mm-hmm. lore. It's like, no, here's yeah. just a thing. Here's it's like watching story an episode. That happens. You learn as you go. Yeah. Something different at the end. Mm-hmm. Very fun. My thing was, as I was watching Star Trek Beyond, though, I was like, well, I might as well just be watching Galaxy Quest. I mean, that's with every movie ever. Yeah. Like, every time I'm yeah. in the movie theater, I'm like, why the fuck is in this if Galaxy Quest? it's in space, Quest? you just want to go home watch Galaxy Quest. <laughs> Upcoming sci-fi films this year, still uh, Galaxy Quest reboot is not on the menu. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with the that. The Amazon Galaxy they Quest talked about the TV, TV show, show is not happening. Happening at the Sam moment. Rockwell said it was going to be like a sequel, and now they're not talking at all. <laughs> now there's just no talk. That's a major bummer. Oh, well, that's why we're talking about other movies right now. There's not a lot of <laughs> yeah. Galaxy Quest well, like centric news fresh that we can share. News, but by God, we don't need news to have fun and talk about Galaxy Quest, do we? No, nope. we don't, because we're always getting new things <laughs> to break down. Like, uh, what do we got here? What's up? Guardians of the Galaxy 2. No, oh, that's okay. coming up. Yeah, oh, what do you think out. I was going to say? Ah, oh, nothing. I didn't know if we were moving on to the next section. Blade <laughs> Runner. We're just naming <laughs> films. Just Guardians naming 2. I can name some. Alien, Alien Covenant. 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 Yes. Uh, of the, the, the batch of sci-fi films coming out, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, uh, Star Wars Episode 8, and oh, I would yeah. say Valyrian and the City of Thousand Planets are the mm-hmm. most on par with like the adventure of Galaxy yeah. Quest. Valyrian looks pretty cool. Luke Besson. Yeah. Who knows? Fifth Element. A lot guy. of CG, which can be tough. But it looks fun. Tough. It looks like it can be tough too, from the CGI I've seen in the trailer. But I will still see the film. I do want to move on to the entree of this episode. And Austin, if you time. want to give us a brief anecdote, a little story, a little background about how we came across this confidential piece of material. Well, here's the thing. The more I've been thinking about, it, I don't know how confidential this. No, this I think piece it's public of, domain. I'm sure. Yeah, that's the thing. I think if we just would have Googled it on our own, we could have. Probably I mean, we could have done this, this last season. But I think it's the idea that we didn't Google it, and then this just kind of happened to fall into fall into our lap, and then it, and then we did, that alone got us excited because we haven't really got to dive into it yet because we've been saving to for a podcast. And what that is that we're referring to is the original unedited Galaxy Quest movie script. Whoa. Holy mother of God! Yes, that is correct, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, strap in for season two because we've got the entire script to plow through in various forms and uh, various ideas of how to dive into this bad boy. But uh, so yeah, I guess I'll just share with the listeners uh, how we came about this wonderful item. I was out in uh, L.A. recently visiting some friends, and I was staying at a good friend of ours. Her name is Jess Berry, just a shout-out. And her roommate, whenever I arrived and I was uh, sleeping on their couch, her roommate was out of, uh, not at the house at the time, and I was like, hey, where's your roommate? I'd like to meet her. And she goes, well, you'll like this. She does uh, script readings where she'll get together with some other actors in L.A., and they will have a basically host a party. That's a very Hollywood-sounding activity. Yeah, whenever she described it to me, I was like, ah, God damn it, LA. But it sounds awesome. Yeah, it seems it like something we rad. could start doing. So basically, they get I, together yeah, with friends and actors, and they uh, pick a new script per month. And they apparently, there's a bit of a wait list. Like, you can sign up in advance, but you don't know if you'll get to actually read right. or if you just go attend, and then anyone's, anyone's welcome to attend. Uh, but they act out 
a different movie once a month. And are these just social events? Or are these just for fun? Or are these in yeah, a way kind of competitive, like they're showing uh, off their acting skills? I would assume. Networking? I mean, that's a, you yeah, never I know think, who's going to be in the audience, man. I think everyone out there is competitive. And Always trying to get that, that's the, the next part, the next break. Yeah. Uh, I no, know nothing about so, what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it was intended to be for fun, it sounds like, from okay. what I've gathered. Like, they just get together, have a fun time reading out scripts. People come watch and sip some wine, you know. Because uh, Tarantino does that all the time with yeah. his movie scripts. And yeah. they do I've that. read about a lot they of do different readings. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of famous recaps. celebrities. So I think yeah. it's kind of a thing people do out there. We don't do it here because we're... Judd Apatow not yet. hosts quite a few <laughs> script yet. readings, if I'm not mistaken. We're uh, going to do this a lot, but it's always going to be the same script. Which is the which script is that we're Quest. talking about. So then, uh, so my friend Jess was like, and you'll actually appreciate what the reading tonight is... Galaxy Quest. Oh, and so I, I, yeah, I would have, I would have known, I would have landed my flight earlier. But, uh, so then her roommate came home and I had never met this person before. And I was like, you don't know me, but tell me everything. <laughs> and, uh, she, she told me she got to play Gwen, which was fun. She nice. even wore a jumpsuit and really acted oh, cool. it out. Uh, and then my immediate follow up was, I want this. I need this script. How can I get it? And she's like, yeah, what's your email address? Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can like, just okay. send you. You get it online. It's oh. Fun. And then I was well, like, just, okay, cool. We can just do that. Uh, but then I, and what was fun from what she told me is that everyone there who read or are actual Galaxy Quest fans. That's cool. And I actually met uh, one of the other guys that had read uh, that script reading in particular. I met him a couple nights later who at a party. Uh, oh, shit, it's a good question. I don't think I asked. But I did ask him. I was like, are you, are you a fan? I had told him about the podcast. And he was like, yes, we were all genuine fans. Like, we were very stoked to do it. Everyone, like, knew the parts. Everyone acted it out. He said huh. it was awesome. And then I was like, well, was it, you know, is it different than the movie? And he goes, oh, yeah, there's, you know, this section here, this section here. So there's a lot different in the script than the movie. Which is and exciting. we'll break it down for you. I'm excited to get in. <laughs> Tune this. in every episode. So yeah, I got back and I was I was I you know I could have just emailed it to RJ and Alex because that's what I have, but I went ahead and went to work, printed it off, wasted seventy five pages of printing paper to print it off and get a hard copy you didn't of this even bad do boy. Either. No, I know. Wow. I, I originally was going to, I was like, you know, I want this thing thick. These boys get home from Christmas. They give me a bag. It's got like hot sauce and a binder in it. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is it? Strapping. I open it up. It's a goddamn script of galaxy quest yeah, and a binder. Buddy, Merry Christmas. So even three hole punched it for I me. Know, hell yeah. So we're pretty pumped here guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, because we have the galaxy quest script that, uh, for your listening pleasure. We are going to read. We are. <laughs> For you. Do you have pages or do you just want me to wing this? All right. One take. Let's do this. Yeah, we're going to one take this. This is a reading from the original script of Galaxy Quest. Story by Howard. No, shit. Ah, shit. Story by David Howard. Screenplay by David Howard and Robert Gordon. Joining us for this reading, we have the one and only... Derek Arkestein. <laughs> Derek really Arkestein. I really want to thank Derek <laughs> yeah, Arkestein. Derek. We got roommate uh, Dennis in the house. Roommate Dennis. You'll yeah. recognize Dennis's voice from a previous episode in season one. Yes, uh, Dennis this is true. broke down some Star Trek and uh, on his first viewing of the film, I believe. This is true. That's the right. first viewing. He did do a yeah. full Star Trek analysis as you watched Galaxy Quest for the first time. So give our listeners an idea of what we're going to do here. We're, we broke up the parts, so we're all going to be reading separate lines, separate characters. And yes, we will be acting them out. So even though you can't see it, we will be moving around in our living room. We're going to have action going we on. We have a replica of we, the NSEA yeah, we, protector we built a, in the uh, set room. here. Um, and then uh, our acting cues for everyone is, uh, I think for Dennis especially, we just said, act like you're on Star Trek, episode of Star Trek. Yeah. So I think we're going to do covered. very well here. We're going to get through the opening scene 
of Galaxy Quest, the script, and then we're going to talk about some differences from the final movie version that we see on screen. I'm very excited. This is the first time I've read through this. So I'm, You're in I'm for a treat, buddy. I've been putting it off just for this, so it's all fresh. It. It's yeah, fresh. I've been skimming ahead it's a little bit fresh. to notice I've been differences. staring at it on I'm my shelf I'm also a terrible home. reader, so I might... <laughs> That's right. I Austin can't, can't read. read. <laughs> I can't read. So. It's going to be good. All right. Fire us off, Captain. Exterior. Outer space. The vastness of space. Suddenly, a hole in the sky opens with a flash, and a spaceship rumbles into view. On its hull, the letters, USEA Protector. Magnificent, though on closer inspection, it shudders ever so slightly, denoting pre-CGI model work on a budget. We're watching a TV show. We're exiting the time not now, sir. Interior, USEA Protector, Command Deck, Space. Five members of the crew of the U.S. EA Protector sit in the large, circa 1979, high-tech cabin. All of them human except for one, Dr. Lazarus, a cross between a human and a raptor. The crewmates exchange relieved smiles. We're alive! We made it, Captain! We made it! By Grabthar's hammer, we live to tell the tale. Systems register functional. All systems are working, Captain. Captain? They all turn to look at the captain, who turns to reveal himself dramatically. Good looking. His acting is classic Charlton, Carlton, Charlton, <laughs> Carlton, <laughs> Charlton Heston, take no prisoners style. He looks around the command deck, worried, almost sniffing the air. I don't like it. It was too easy. Look for ambient energy fields. All normal air. The entire spectrum. Check again. Yes, sir. Wait, I think I've said changed, air. I changed my voice too. <laughs> yes, sir. I, uh, wait. My God. His radar lights up with dots. First a few, then hundreds. They're everywhere. They're they're time nights. There are time knots opening everywhere. And God damn it! This is tough. <laughs> I have too many characters in a row. Right. I'm going to read Tommy again. You can edit this out if you want to. They're everywhere. There are time knots opening everywhere. Impact now, Captain. Suddenly, an explosion rocks the ship. The crew goes scuttling one side of the ship, then back in classic, the ship is rocking fashion. A trap! We're surrounded, Captain. The entire 5K ranking is out there. Our plasma armor? Gone, sir. Another blast rocks the room. Close inspection reveals that some of the actors scuttle more than others. Structural damage at 68%. We're getting major structural damage. It's a core meltdown, sir. It can't be stopped. The captain turns to his advisor, Lazarus. Captain, surrender may be our only option. No. Never give up. Never surrender. The reactor is eaten through four levels, six levels. The ship is disintegrating. Your order, sir? Another siren sounds. The captain pauses, considering the situation. His face a melodramatic collage of emotions. Sir, your orders. He walks into close-up, steely determination on his face. Activate the Omega-13. The crewmates exchange expectant and terrified glances. Close-up of a crewman's hand as he pushes down a crystalline rod, which in turn opens five layers of mechanical locks, revealing a serious-looking lever. The captain pulls that lever. A machine is revealed. Rising from the floor in the middle of the room, it begins to glow. 
Cut to each actor in turn reacting dramatically. Then suddenly, the picture goes white. Leader numbers appear with a studio copyright notice. Or is it letter? Leader. Leader numbers. <laughs> Cut. Cut. And scene. Great job, everybody. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Dennis, great work over there. Dennis, can't, can't tell you how your computer was spot on. Was it? That was that yeah, computer that was was flawless. And you know what? The only, we, we just said do Dusty, which by the way is Tech Sergeant Chen. In the original script, Tech Sergeant Chin, yeah. Fred Kwan is labeled as we told him to Dusty. We told him to play it as old Star Trek, and you nailed it. My God, you nailed really? it. Wow, thanks, guys. It's before Dusty becomes a burnout. Yeah, couple, this is fun. This is real fun. A couple initial observations. It's, it's amazing in the, the off-screen narration, the descriptions, how much fleshing out of, of uh, fleshing out that they did for example it says though on closer inspection it shudders ever so slightly talking about the set denoting pre-cgi model work on a budget we're watching a tv show how it gives the uh the, the, cues, the direction, yeah. the cues of how it's going to. Well, I think it's funny because that, that definitely shows in the actual movie. They clearly built shitty sets for this scene so that it looks like a shitty TV show. So I think it's funny, yeah, that they wrote that in to make sure that that's what they were going for in this scene. That's One thing great. that I never gathered from watching the show is the description of Dr. Lazarus as a cross between a human and a raptor. Human and a raptor. Yeah. Which is funny. Why do you even put that <laughs> yeah. in the script? Well, it's great because... <laughs> is that going to come back? Because when you when you see him now, you're like, oh shit, that oh, yeah. is what it, it is. just like a raptor. But I've never made that connection, and that's clearly where they got it from. Uh, that, small that's note. the comparison they went for. The USEA protector. Yeah. They changed the call letters to make it less... Complicated? American? Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. sure. I don't know. NS, national, instead of uh, what I would assume is United. Space I will say overall, though, this is it is very similar to the opening scene in the movie. You can there's tell they tightened it up a bit. They tightened it up. Yeah, there's definitely some lines that are, aren't, aren't necessarily there in the final in the final version of the film. But overall, the you know the vibes there, and I I, I love the descriptions really playing up the captain's role mm-hmm. and how dramatic yeah. he was and all that all that shit. It's great. So no, yeah, I'm surprisingly shot for shot pretty much on that opening intro. Yeah, I will say uh, more just in our acting ability. We none of us went for the character voices. <laughs> I kind of no, feel embarrassed. No, I mean, I, I got once the you had the cadence, RJ. You did great. No, Yeah, once strong for once the spotlight Captain. hit hit each one of us. I don't. I feel like we crumbled under the pressure. We did. That's all right. The, no, we, we, uh, we got, got what do we got like two hundred more pages. Two hundred more pages to figure our shit out. We should probably find a female or two also to come aboard. I think we'll probably. Probably cast some roles <laughs> per episode. Uh, we'll keep doing this as much as we can. And don't worry, we won't do every character because we're terrible at it. So before we end for the day, let's take a look at the next section because there's a there's a brief section that cuts to dialogue with Guy Fliegman on stage at the convention that's quite a bit different from the what appears in the final on-screen version. Cut to hundreds of faces, enthralled legions of mostly spotty-faced male adolescent fans staring into camera. For a moment, all is silent. A few are sobbing, then a burst of thunderous applause. We're at a science fiction convention. The enthusiastic crowd of geeks, nerds, and complete geeks continue cheering as the master of ceremonies, Guy, takes the stage. Well, there you are. You were the first people to see the Lost Galaxy Quest episode 53 two-parter since it was originally aired in 1982. Huh? I'm all right. As most of you know, no concluding episode was filmed when the series was canceled, so the episode was never included in the syndication run. Let's hear it for Travis Lotke, who actually rescued the footage from the studio garbage. 
Huh? They were going to throw it out. Can you believe that? Lock, he stands. Fans cheer. All right. Now for the moment you've all been waiting for. The intrepid crew of the USCA Protector. The audience cheers, but a stagehand in the wings signals for Guy to stretch. But first, what is a hero? Let's take a look at a few more clips. The audience groans, impatient. And scene. And scene. Who the hell is Travis so, Lackey? Now, that, I just, that just popped to me. I read it earlier. So we were talking about, and we've mentioned on the podcast, there is an, the original promotion for the film in 1999 they mm. made a fake fan website mm, mm, mm. that was webmastered by travis lotke the biggest galaxy quest oh, fan. Really? Yeah. Oh, so he they gave him a part in the movie like this fake character they made up is at the convention That's and awesome. stands up and is like yeah well, I, I took it out of a dumpster. I very much enjoy that line. Who actually rescued the footage from, from the a studio, studio garbage? garbage. Yeah. So that that big chunk of that was cut from the uh, movie. Yeah, they definitely narrowed that bit down quite a bit. Travis Lackey was resigned to the garbage can of history. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, there you go. Uh, so we'll be reading from go. the script. Hopefully we'll cast some of our friends. And if uh, if you want to... If you want to be on the show, uh, there's only one way to contact us, and that's through the internet. Uh, we're on Twitter at at BGHpod, at BGHpod, not the band. On Facebook, BGH Podcast. We find our page. It's got Galaxy Quest stuff on it. Uh, we can also email us if you want with questions, concerns, and funny Galaxy Quest gifts at BGHpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to find all that shit, Head to our Tumblr, bghpodcast.dumblr.com. We are on iTunes and Podbean. So Podbean. feel free to listen at whichever uh, works for your listening pleasures. And if you're on that iTunes, feel free to rate and review us. Uh, I was told once that it helps. It does, yeah. So now we'll uh, we'll gives wrap it up. Read. Yeah, it gives us something to read about ourselves. <laughs> we'll wrap up here like we do every episode here at By Grab Thar's Hammer. What a podcast. A Galaxy Quest Haiku. Season two is here. We now have the movie script. Here we go again. Never give up. Never surrender. Don't forget to buy a Galaxy Quest t-shirt on your way out. Thank you. Woo!